Hello, and welcome back to Stern Chats, a podcast that explores the untold stories of the NYU Stern community. My name is Ali Nunez, and today we're going to be discussing the topic of gossip, particularly in the MBA setting. Gossip can sometimes get a bad rep, and that's totally valid in a lot of cases. But I don't believe gossip is inherently bad, and I think you know in your gut when you're talking to someone else if your intentions are good. The sharing of stories and the passing down of folklore has been around for ages, so this concept of enjoying gossip simply for the story elements of it really resonated with me. My favorite people are funny people who can tell a good story, so it's no surprise that one of my guests today is the hilarious Anushka Soare. Hello, hello. Anushka here, a longtime gossiper, first-time podcaster. <laughs> How are you doing today, Anushka? I'm okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear some gossip. Ready? All right. I got some good stories for us. Um, but before we dive into them, we also need to introduce our other guest, um, who has been described to us as the gossip king of MBA ones. So I'm sure he'll have a lot to share as well. Um, welcome, Arnab Chatterjee. <laughs> how you doing? Thanks for having me. Um, I don't know how how deserved that title is, but uh, <laughs> we I shall will, find out. I will do what I can to to live up to it. Awesome. Well, thank you both for being here. And before we dive into any stories or discussion of gossip, before we begin, a quick disclaimer that. Any identifying details and names in these stories we're going to share have been changed, and these stories are told with the intention of relating to each other through our shared experiences. So if you're here to hear drama about your classmates, sorry to disappoint, but we will have some really awesome stories to share and some great discussion about gossip. But stick around for some great stories that are worth telling. Okay, so... Before we dive into any of these stories, I figured it could be helpful to discuss, you know, the pros and cons, the goods and bad of gossip. Um, So to kick it off, I thought I would ask you both, um, is gossip necessarily a bad thing or can you can you defend gossip for those who are non-believers? I think gossip can be defendable if the intention is very clear. Um, I think, you know, gossip can very much be where you go and talk shit. Because that is what you, that is what you do Absolutely. with your friends. You talk shit. You want to talk talk and hear about the latest drama and what's going on. Um, but you know, sometimes it's just really good stories, really good stories that like we can share with one another and hear what's the latest. And sometimes it's a way that we can go and laugh at a crazy story. And maybe it's a way to laugh with one another. Absolutely. I, I feel like I always say people are crazy, but I mean that in the best way. And I always just want to hear those those crazy stories that. I may not be brave enough to do whatever they're doing, or I may not have those experiences, but you're right. It's just a great opportunity to kind of laugh and connect with other people. Yeah. One of my best party tricks is asking people what are their worst dates. And that always is the best way to start opening up a can of worms because you think yours is bad and then you hear someone else who did something else crazy. So yes, I love those kinds of stories. That kind of gossip is is what I relish and what I love listening to. Yes. Same here. Okay, you you can't just say that and then not give us your story, though. My worst your worst date? date, yeah, your worst <laughs> date. Oh gosh, I mean, I think the worst one that I can pull on right now is one where this guy picked me up on the street. Which ladies just don't just don't do it. Just keep walking. <laughs> just keep walking. There's no, nothing ever good comes from it. And if you if you can say otherwise, then. Please email me. Please find me because I, I can't believe it. But some guy f- picked me up off the street and he said, yeah, my name is Batman. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
And, I was, and you were hooked? I I wasn't hooked, but, you know, it's... <laughs> Intrigued? I was 20. That's... Enough <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. I wasn't hooked, but I was 20. Um, we met up later on in the week, and we went to walk around Central Park. And he was like, oh, do you want to get a coffee? I said, sure. We went to the nearest Dunkin' Donuts. And he used a coupon for oh. buy one, get one free coffee. What a legend. Oh, no. Which, you know, I get it. <laughs> Every, pe- people are on hard times. I don't want to judge. But, like, there were two Starbucks that we passed before we got to that Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, why aren't we going here? I don't oh. understand. So <laughs> You figured out why. <laughs> there, was a, there was a reason. He had a coupon. It was expiring that week. So I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that I, I didn't blow up his spot. I said, all right, cool. And then, you know. Other things happen, but that was probably that's always the call out that I that I can pull on. That's yeah. a pretty pretty bad good <laughs> story. That's incredible. That's incredible. I'm I'm glad I asked. Yes. Well, Arnab. So, what is uh, your take on gossip, and if it's necessarily a good or bad thing? Yeah. Well, when it comes to gossip, I personally identify as a gossip fiend. Um, I'm obsessed with it. And at the same time, I think it can be terrible and god-awful in, like, the same way that, like, reality TV can be. I'm also a reality TV addict. Um, shout out to any other Love Island fans out there. Um, but I think it's important to, to differentiate between what is gossip and maybe what is, like, rumors. Yeah. Um, when it comes to to what I consider gossip, I think it's sharing stories with other people that are based on kind of the society and the groups and communities that we're part of. Um, I think it's a very different thing to be starting, you know, rumors about people and and doing things that are are mean and hurtful in that way. I also um, kind of fact check (laughs) most of what I, what I, share. Um, you know, like I, I do want to find out as much about my community as possible. And so I'm pretty blunt about like asking people. It's like, I heard like this story, like what, what happened? Like, you know, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Like, is this person okay? Like what, what, what should I know about this situation? Um, and the answer is usually like, I don't need to know anything about the situation, but like people, people are generally like open to share that, that sort of stuff. And so, Philosophically, the line that I draw for what is appropriate as gossip is could I find out that information from anyone other than the people that it was like directly about? Um, if that is the case where like it's kind of known already, um, I think it's kind of fair game to to discuss um, because that that propagation is going to happen with that information anyway. Um, if it's something that I was told in confidence, of course, that's like very very different. I I would never share information that somebody asked me, you know, specifically not to share. But I think if it's kind of third party information where it's available but maybe not known by everyone. It's it's kind of fair game, and it's just kind of natural, I think, for for people to talk about and discuss. So I, I don't know what what folks think of that, but I, I do I do try and be very intentional about what I consider, you know, appropriate and you know not you know. Yeah, and I, I think you can kind of tell too if someone is telling you a story that's maybe a little bit sensitive or uh, you know 
you, you can kind of tell if they don't flat out ask you not to share a story, whether it's something that should be shared or not. Absolutely. And I think it goes back to what Anushka was saying about the intention of the gossip. And so I think a lot of people love hearing, you know, funny stories or crazy stories from other people that have you know, no impact on your own personal life. Like, I think the best gossip or drama is one that I'm not involved in so that I can hear the story, try to imagine what I would do in that scenario, and then also kind of learn from other people to and discuss. You know, going back to your point about reality TV, I think that's why um, I connect with so many people who also watch reality TV. And I think people who don't watch reality TV think it's very surface level, which a lot of times it is. But I also think the discussions I've had from reality TV or from stories I've heard with my friends have been some of the best conversations that we would otherwise have no reason to talk about because our non-existent husbands aren't, you know, embezzling money or whatever the drama is. Well, maybe yours isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we like to... It's, it'll be fun to kind of imagine, you know, what would you do in the scenario or... um were there any signs we should have been aware of? You know, different things like that. Absolutely. And so I feel like reality TV is a fun way to discuss that. And those who are not into reality TV are crazy because it's a amazing. That's a fact. And it's so good. Get get involved with the housewives. I promise you won't work at it. I do have to say my non-existent husband does all kinds of like <laughs> illegal things though. So if I, yeah. They always do. I know, right? Those We're happy husbands. to give you a confessional if you'd like to get something off your chest. I'm going to be honest. I might take you up on that. <laughs> um, I, I think one other thing that, you know, can be kind of interesting about these conversations is not every conversation you have with someone has to be like important. Or, you know, like deep or, or you know, ending in some kind of, um, you know, big like conclusion. Like sometimes you just got to kill time, keep things light, that sort of thing. And that's what reality TV, I think, is is really great for. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That, that's my two cents on that. I, that reminds me. I've had multiple conversations with one friend about whether we thought Sean Mendez and Camille Cabello, that relationship was real. And it did not matter if we had a conclusion at the end of the mm-hmm. conversation. We just had it multiple times and kept looking at it from different lenses. But I will say, I do think the people who take it in real life and will comment on people's Instagrams, like, like I will never be commenting on Shawn Mendes's Instagram, is your relationship real? And if you see me doing that, take me away. Because I think that's when gossip becomes not fun. I, I think, you know, with celebrities, I love talking about celebrity gossip, hearing what the latest drama is, but you have to remember they're also real people. And so I think when you take it to their personal pages or, you know, reach out to family members, like things get crazy. So I think that's also kind of being able to participate in celebrity gossip, but also knowing your your limits is a good practice for, I guess, your friends as well on hearing gossip and just knowing that, you know, it, they're real people, whether you know them personally or not. And so I think, again, the intention is, you know, do you want to hear a good story? Or are you trying to share an unfavorable story about someone for some alternative reason? Right. Um, so I guess another question for you both. Uh, do you think gossip is healthy? And do you think that as MBAs, we need it as part of our um, our cohort or our community? Is there is there a purpose for it with the MBA program? Um, do you think it casts a negative light in some ways and and what's your experience with gossip in the MBA setting personally I I think it's 
kind of an inevitability just culturally. I think, um, I mean, you can look even at sort of like academic studies, right? There was a, a gentleman professor at Oxford, like Robin Dunbar, who did research in this in like primates, uh, you know, even like non-human primates, just kind of propagating information about, um, you know, once social groups get large enough that you can't individually know everybody in them, um, I think I think the conclusion was that like gossip becomes kind of this this way for people to know about and know of one another. Um, so I think that given our our cohorts are like three hundred plus people, that's kind of one way that that we get to know other people um, just outside of our our individual circles. As to whether it's healthy or not, eh. <laughs> Honestly, is this MBA program even healthy? Oof. <laughs> Asking the real Do you want to, let's get big level here. Like, what are we putting ourselves through these two years <laughs> if you're full-time and a little bit longer if you're part-time, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the gossip is maybe perhaps what brings the levity to the MBA experience. Absolutely. And let me tell you, I have I think gossip in terms of how it relates to the MBA is probably how people have gotten or heard about jobs or heard about who's gotten what offers and um, what interview questions were asked and that sort of thing. Like, even that's gossip. Like, let's, it doesn't, I think when we talk about going back to the intentionality, going back to uh, making sure it's either there's a differentiator between rumor and um, fact, that that is gossip too. Like, oh, you interviewed with such and such? What did they ask you? What was they, What were they like? Mm-hmm. Oh, this, you heard this person got an offer? How much did they get? Oh, did you get stock options? Did you get this? What happened? That's gossip too. So I think in that respect, as it relates specifically to the MBA program, I think that ca- it can be help- healthy because I think what's so great about Stern is that we do have that relationship with one another, mm-hmm. at least in the in my experience. We do have that relationship with one another where people can have those conversations and still root for each other while we're going out in the interview field and trying to get these jobs. So this next story I have for you both is about an individual that we will call Mark. And Mark was recruiting for a very intense industry, um, you can think, you know, consulting, banking, one of those that has a very traditional path. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one of these companies that he was recruiting for asked for a meeting with him and said, uh, you know, in that meeting, an executive told him that they liked him, so he should spend the next seven days preparing for a meeting with this individual's boss. He takes the meeting after cramming for seven days, and um, he's asked a bunch of different questions. But the guy is, quote, a major asshole. And so this guy tells our friend Mark and says, on a scale of one to 10, what's your confidence you could start doing this job well tomorrow? So I'll pause there. What would you say? Kind of a weird question, right? It is. It's. I mean, it's almost similar to like the what's your greatest weakness yeah. question. Yeah. I'm too perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably land on like, a seven, eight? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Like a seven, eight feels safe where you can say, I have enough experience from my previous learning and my preparing for this role, but obviously there are things in terms of the inner workings of the company that I don't know about yet. 
et cetera, something like that. Thank you. Thank you. Long time interviewer, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that would probably be where I would land if I had to answer it. But I feel like everyone, no one's going to go below a five. Yeah. Yeah, no one, one, yeah. Uh, I mean, probably what I would say is I would say, look, I mean, based on my experience, I think I could do a solid eight, and I think that last two is going to come on the job. Uh, and I feel confident that I can I can get there. Yeah. So I like both of your answers better than Mark. Oh no. Although Mark, what Mark, did you do? No. So it wasn't that bad. Also, this is investment banking. Let's be honest. This has to be investment banking. I will neither confirm nor okay, deny. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> so Mark is he had a similar answer to Anushka in the sense of he feels confident himself, but he could learn more on the job. And he said a five because he knows a lot of the expertise comes on the job, but he also felt a little confident. Like you said, though, no lower than a five. How but are an you... exact five? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But a five exactly? Mark, we had so much hope, Mark. I know. And knowing this guy was an asshole, too, you would you would think he wants someone with confidence. Yeah. The interviewer said, why are you even here? You should have said 10. Come back when you're ready. And Mark never heard from the, from the organization again. Bruh. <laughs> How do you feel? You guys were giving Mark a little bit of a hard time, but do you feel like that answer was appropriate? Uh, my emotions. I just... <laughs> I don't disagree with what the interviewer said. Fair. I don't disagree with it. If Mark had, even, if Mark had given an eight, like you said... I feel like the interview might have given him a little bit of grace and said, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, like two points below, like he's being modest for the sake of the interview. Mm-hmm. But a five, I might have, I might have kicked him out too. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even, I'm like, not even, why gonna, are you wasting my yeah, time? I'm no not even going to hold you. Like I, I might have kicked him out too. Like, oh, you think you're a five? Because it goes back to your rubric. If you think five yeah. is confident, I need to know. I need to know what, what else is going on up there. And Fair. I don't want you. I don't want you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So Mark is getting the axe from Anushka. I'm sorry. Arna? I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> what it's are you good, saying? I, you know, when when you put it that way, Anushka, I think, yeah, I I don't know that I would want someone who is like a five. Like I would, I, at the very least, I would be like, hold up, why? Like, right. What what you know? Why do you think you're you're a five? Like, I mean, did you think? Do you, did you think this was out of five? Maybe like I. I I don't know, but I feel, I still feel like, and again, I'm biased because this was my answer, but like, you don't need to say 10, Mm -hmm. but you do want to indicate that like, you believe you can get there and that you're pretty darn close, right? If you're in like this final round of an interview or or whatever it is, like, yeah, you you don't want to show up being like, yeah, I'm like halfway there. (laughs) Like, you should be more than halfway there. Right. right? Yeah. If you're applying for that job, like, you should believe that you should have that job. Yeah, and if and if you're ranking yourself, you've given that you've given you've been given your own opportunity to say, "I can do this," and you give yourself a five. I don't know. I'm telling you to leave too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not as mean. I might be like, you know what? Maybe maybe I would have said it ni- more nicely. Right. Nicer. I would have said it nicer. <laughs> it goes back to our whole point. Delivery is is yeah. half the battle mm. with you know questions and talking to others. Agreed. Can you hype up a five, though? Like, can you say, you know what? I am a solid five, but these are the reasons. Like, can you hype up a five? Because maybe we don't know the full delivery. It's true. That's true. I feel like if I were saying I was a five, I would say I'm a five because I'm a solid, reliable person. But 
perhaps I have unexpected strengths that will come along with the job. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. there is a way to spin it, but I do think the issue is that five is just a shockingly low number. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. 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 I, it's hard because, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but when you're, when you are talking to other classmates about their interviews or different, you know, they're, they're asking you for your opinions on different scenarios they've been a part of. Sometimes you'd fully take their side. Other times, maybe you don't agree with the classmate or like Mark, maybe it's like, you should have said not five, but anything <laughs> higher. I mean, I'm telling Mark, Mark is my buddy. I'm like, come on. Arnab, hype up a five, go. I, no, I'm thinking about it. I don't know that I can. Like, like for real. I'm just like, a five, like, if you say you're a five, you got to be like, okay, it's actually out of six. And like, yeah. this is why I chose a six point scale. It's like, I, I mean. Yeah. Already that is more spin than what our friend Mark has done. Even that I don't know if I can defend. Yeah, <laughs> Mark is my boy. Like, I'm telling him like. Yeah, that wasn't maybe the best decision. And also, like, let's sit down and talk, man. Like, are you okay? Like, why do you think you're a five? You know? Like, I I don't think you're a five. I'm not not friends with people that think they're... I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) Arnav's only friends with tens and above. No, because all my friends, I'm like, you're you're a ten. Yeah. You're a ten. Oh, you're a good friend. Yeah. I try. I try. Yeah. I, I think I would agree. Talk to Mark. Be like, how's your confidence doing? Did you feel prepared for this interview? And also, you know, I'm sorry that they, they spoke to you like that, but people are going to be mean in any role. And so it... it Especially in investment <laughs> banking. Right, right. In this competitive industry. And so it, it's tough because he wants to get in this industry, but certain industries have certain personalities. And so, yeah. you know, is this something that he wants to deal with in the future? But to, to that say. point, you know, if certain industries have certain personalities and that's an industry you want to get into... You got to assume more than a five confidence. So fair. So fair. I'm sorry, Mark. You're getting the chop from me. Better luck next time, Mark. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk, man. <laughs> we, need, we need to... Something's going on. <laughs> well, so for this final story I have for you all, I know we talked about different, you know, recruiting stories with students, but Reddit pointed me to a national scandal that I had to investigate. Yes. And so this involved... Not students, but but staff of a business school. Mm. And so, um, you know, we hear about cheating in in business school. I don't know if you all have heard about the the phrase MBA married but available. It, oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, what? Oh, wait. Not academic <laughs> cheating. You're talking like. Oh, I meant spousal cheating, yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> now we're getting to the good okay. stuff. Okay. Go. This is why we came. Let's My go. This is why we're yes. here today. Yes. Okay. We're here today to talk about that. Okay. This is the first time I've heard that acronym, and I'm revolutionized, <laughs> and I want to hear more. I've heard it, but I, I don't know of any. It's... Yet. Yet. It's funny because when I I came to school single and then still single and everyone told me you're going to find your your husband at business school and then I came and everyone's engaged or married or living with their partner and it's like where it, it's, where am I going to find them It's the worst. It's legit like I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I came for my MRS. Literally, my I'm, I joke. My friends, like, tell me to, like, shut up because I've said it so many times, but it's like I'm here for my MBA MRS dual degree. Like <laughs> I appreciate that. I try. Perhaps and, try the law or medical schools. Oh, great advice. Mm, mm. I, I will be. Are not you not buying it? Well, no, it's because I th- I feel like a lot of those people are also in like long term relationships too. 
fair. Or or married to their job. Or their lawyers. <laughs> like there's there's that. Or too. their lawyers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So so I meant cheating in in the uh, relationship sense. Mm. And so so I came to school thinking everyone was single, ready to find partners. When meanwhile they they might be, but they're not single. So <laughs> that is that is what I have learned. However, it's usually with students. And so. This story takes place at a prestigious business school. What does um, it rhyme with? <laughs> Don't the do hint it. that I will give you oh. is that there is good weather all the time. I'm thinking mm-hmm. it rhymes with Schman Schman merch. I was gonna say BUCLA or That's not even good, man. I'm Actual trying. <laughs> How do you rhyme with an acronym? Like ugh. Anyways, Lord. we'll, okay, we'll okay. keep the yeah, guesses. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Minimal. Wait, so what about USC. Maybe it's USC. You know, that's just that's just saying the title. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. No one's confirmed. <laughs> I, me... All I'm saying is the weather's great. Here's what I'll say. There's a Reddit thread with the article uh, that a news source wrote this story about, and you can find it. Yeah, after I'll, just, this. I'll just Google it. After. We shall. Okay, we shall go. be googling. There's a way to find this story. That is, it's probably written in a uh, more formal way than I will tell it. But <laughs> this is my retelling of the scandal. Um, so this prestigious business school, of course, has a dean of students, and this dean of students has a wife who is battling cancer. So you would think, you know, he's focused on that. However, there are rumors that he is starting a relationship with a business school teacher, Mm-mm. a female. But there's another twist because this teacher is married to another business school teacher and they're technically estranged and going through some marital issues as you might imagine but it's still a little a little interesting yeah i might i might imagine like (laughs) there's this dynamic just to be clear the married couple the estranged married couple also teach at this business school yes that's the dean is a dean of it's all in the same school Very messy. Oh, dear. Okay, keep going. Yes. So the dean of students, his wife, unfortunately, passes away. And two weeks after his wife died of cancer, he says that's when this relationship officially started. He reached out to this other professor, the female, and, you know, they were just chatting. And two months later, they're in a full-blown relationship. While this female teacher is still married to her husband. Again, going through some things, but you know, on paper not great. 2 <laughs> weeks? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is when they start talking. So, that is why there's some speculation that perhaps it was while his wife was dying of cancer, which is not great. <laughs> yes. No. Not great. No, shut it down. Absolutely not. So, you know, there this inappropriate relationship starts and um the the female professor's estranged husband is obviously a little concerned because his very high up boss is now sleeping with his wife. Mm. So, Lord. it's obviously a very incredibly awkward situation for everyone. Um, and, and this husband felt that he could potentially be treated unfairly, which I would also be concerned about. So in an absolutely iconic move, During a seminar on sexual harassment hosted at the school, the scorned husband raised his hand to ask a question, and his question was, so the school policy is that 
if there is a sexual harassment case, um, it's required that you must notify notify your supervisor, department chair, or dean. What if the person involved is the dean? I love Legend. a petty king. Legend. Right? I love a petty king. He claims it's all hypothetical. But this person running the whole show is like, yeah, let's talk later, just in case. But they're like, you know, then, you know, speak to the next highest person. They're getting actual advice. But mm-hmm. this scorned husband is like, he, he's trying to stir up some drama. Yeah. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. So he felt like he was trying to be squeezed out of the school also. His wife was tenured. The, there's a dean who is, again, sleeping with his wife. And he is not tenured, just a professor. And so he eventually files a lawsuit against the dean and the school for unspecified monetary damages for discrimination based on race, gender, and marital status, as well as wrongful wrongful termination and intentional infliction of emotional distress. He filed this the day before the school fired him. So he had suspicions that he he was being treated, I guess, he was being discriminated, and then they fired him. So the school's response was that his position was terminated when he failed to return to the university after the university had granted him multiple leaves of absence for lucrative opportunities in the tech industry. Um, So he was, I guess, you know, either working and you're taking a sabbatical of some sort and the school felt like they had been very lenient, but one might say perhaps he was taking the sabbaticals because his wife was cheating on him with the dean of students. It was all very messy. Um, And a funny little detail about this is that the wife actually was a very successful author, sat on the board of an organization focused on gender issues in business. And until a month before this relationship started, she was also the school's sexual harassment advisor. So she's dealing with a lot of these issues of gender, workplace, sexual harassment, and is involved in her own story. If you have this person as a teacher or a boss or a colleague, what are you feeling and how, like, what it, What do you think your role is in this? Do you just keep blinders on and don't get involved? Or are you giving her advice? What are you feeling about this lady? I mean, if she's my teacher, I'm getting the popcorn. Like, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> I am fully gossiping about this. this. Oh, yes. I am gossiping about it. Absolutely. I'm talking about it. I'm rolling through footage to see if there's anything I could see in terms of um, body language. I am gossiping. I am gossiping. I agree. I think finding out teachers, like, who they are outside of the classroom is so interesting. Teacher T is prime T. Yes. I love it. And it's just nice to know, too, like, who is this person coming into the classroom? Like, are they going through something personal? Am I going to... am How can I be the best student in this situation? I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I just want the gossip. Yeah, I mean, like, I I don't know how much knowing about a teacher's, like, relationship is going to help me be a better student. I mean, that's great cover. That's That's great cover. I might use that. But, like, I don't know. I think a lot of it for me is just, like, curiosity. Like, I I want to know for the sake of knowing and, Mm -hmm. like... Even if, like, I were sworn to secrecy and, like, wasn't, like, able to tell anyone else, like, that would be fine with me. Because, like, I just want to know for my own, like, to satisfy my own curiosity. Yeah. Let's start with the dean. Yes. Let's go. (laughs) 
The dean, sir. Uh, two weeks after. I know. We can be. We can play devil's advocate and say, like, you know, if his um, deceased wife was terminal, maybe she knew for months and months or years and years. Right. And was like, you know what? I want you to do you. Like, I'm going to be good. Like, do you? I get it. Maybe that could justify Maybe. it. Maybe. But not with someone in the school. And if I'm the sick wife, I'm also, well, you know, in hindsight wondering, if it's someone you've been working with that you have this an, this attraction to after I pass, have you had that attraction the entire time? Perhaps I'm just starting to, like, cause some some drama, but I would be curious because I feel like this person's been around you the entire time. What's changed now? Well, besides not having a wife that you can date this person. That's true. But listen, if the if it were the case that she gave the, the green light, because, yeah. you know, then maybe, maybe. But in the school? Yeah. Mm. In the school? I don't know. It, it's, it always gets messy, too, like when coworkers date or things like that. Yeah. In the yeah. school and with someone who has a husband. Because yes. it could it could have been in the school. Maybe it was. Maybe he goes for the secretary who's nice and single. Yes. But not someone who, you know, is married and you employ her husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's. I I mean there are just some situations where like. I I mean I'm not somebody who believes in like I, I know this might be getting like a little bit too deep but like I don't believe in soulmates like I don't believe there's like one person out there that like if you don't like you know, like, if you're not with that person, you'll never find anyone else like that. Mm -hmm. Like, be patient, my dude. Like, just, (laughs) like, maybe say, okay, this is like, you know, I I am attracted to this person. And I think it's fine to be, like, attracted to other people. Like, it's just, like, it's about, you know, following the the guidelines that you set in your relationship. And I agree. I mean, if the dean and his wife had, like, had a real discussion about this and she gave – you know, him the green light to like see other people like that's between them. And and like that's a that's a different story. But it's a bad idea. It's just a bad idea to be dating somebody who you employ, like in the workplace. There is all. Yeah. The dynamics of the the levels of seniority, too is just fascinating when you, you tie it back to her roles in discussing workplace and gender issues, it's it's just fascinating. And I would hope that because she has that experience, she wasn't, you know, being taken advantage of in any way, which uh, who's to say it doesn't, it seems like she was in the relationship she wanted to be in with this, with this dean rather than her husband. Um, but it, it's just an interesting, it's kind of ironic that she is in this position given her passions. But, you know, like you said, like, it could be they could be meant they could be destined, but it's almost just the way of like this isn't this isn't a happy love story that people are gonna rejoice in. I, I think people want to hear stories that they're like, yes, this was awesome. Like you guys, I'm glad you guys found each other at the end. And this is, you know, just a little different because they didn't. Just I mean, a little, we're just yeah. a little different. Let's let's be like we're rejoicing in it just for all the wrong reasons. Right, wrong right, reasons. yes, yeah. all yeah. the wrong reasons. So. To wrap, the, to wrap up the story, um, the dean was hoping to become the school's president, but ultimately <laughs> stepped down. Sir. Sorry. Yes. Sir. Sorry. I can't. But. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are a five in this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Make Mark the president. Yeah, Mark would do better. Put Mark in charge of Mark, that. Mark can do this. He's Mark got humility, right? Yeah. Mark would never. Mark would never. Mark, Mark would just, just sit in his office. He'd be honest. He'd be fine. Yeah. He would yeah. be. Yeah. So, unfortunately, though, the court, three years after the lawsuit was filed, um, the judge sided with the school and the dean. However, the scorned husband has a very nice, high-paying job in, in tech, which is what he wanted to do. However, he did not get the justice he had hoped for. And a lot of people say he was up. it was an uphill battle because he's fighting against, you know, a school with a ton of money. He, he's fighting an entire school and a dean. And there's the wife who is go- his ex-wife, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yes. I know, right. Who's going at to take point, the other side. At this point, just like, just. It's just over. Throw, yeah. Throw the certificate in the river. Just like. Right. It never happened. Yeah. This has been a fascinating discussion on the topic of gossip and whether it's a good or a bad thing in our lives. I'd like to thank Arnab and Anushka for spending time with me in the studio, our executive producer, Daniel, for producing and editing this episode, and you for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. See you then.